Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another DC Talk podcast episode. I'm your host Matthew and this is the big one we've all been waiting for. Uh, James Gunn did promise it by the end of January which does qualify for today which is the 31st of January. The new uh, DCU slate, the reboot-ish kind of not really maybe thing. Um, Right, what I'm going to do here, I've got the article up from Deadline. I'm not going to read the entire, entire thing, but of course if you want to support the article, go to Deadline's website and uh, check it out. Um, There's like a big paragraph of like really, really long text that I'm going to miss out, but I'm going to read like the start of it. And then it sort of labels all the new films and we'll just go from there. So I'm just going to read all of that out and then I will discuss my actual thoughts on things. I've given this kind of like a more thorough um, scrub through sort of thing, if if that makes sense. Uh, Anyway, let's just read what we've got here. Uh, James Gunn and Peter Sefran unveil big DC plan with new movies for Batman and Robin, Swamp Thing, The Authority, Lanterns, TV series, and more. Let me just make this screen brighter so I can actually see it. That would be helpful, wouldn't it? In the midst of their third month as newly appointed DC co-bosses, James Gunn and Peter Safran finally revealed their plans for an interconnected... Sorry, interconnective universe for the comic book giant, uh, spanning largely film and TV in a strategy unlike the Warner Brothers brand has ever had before. Uh, entitled Chapter One... So that would be like phase one, I, I suppose, if you were to equate that. Uh, entitled Chapter One, Gods and Monsters, a portion of what will be what will unfold between 2025 and 2027. Goodness me. Um, includes five movies, including uh, a gun penned, so I guess gun written, uh, Superman Legacy, a new Batman and Robin title, The Bold and the Sorry, The Brave and the Bold, a Swamp Thing feature. Uh, and films centering around uh, Supergirl and the deeper universe DC Rogue Squad, The Authority. On the TV side, there's an animated series, uh, Creature Commando, written by Gunn. The Peacemaker spin-off live-action series, Waller, with Viola Davis, so um, Amanda Waller. She's the one that, um, what's it called, is in charge of the Suicide Squad and all that type of stuff. Um... So, Viola Davis, A Lantern Series, Booster Gold, and Paradise Lost. Um, Outside of Waller, which has some of the returning cast of Peacemaker, um, including herself, uh, there isn't any talent or directors attached to these projects. Saffron and Gunn conceived their grand design with an ensembled writer's room who rifed off the latter's basic ideas. Um... Where do we go? Where do I go from from this bit? Uh, Shazam: Fury of the Gods, March seventeenth. The Flash, June sixteenth, and uh, the latter of which Gunn says resets everything. So for the Flash, I will say here that the Flash is probably one of the greatest superhero movies ever made. Gunn added, "Well, he's not going to say this film is terrible. Don't see it, you know." So, uh, then wiping away any doubt about the future of Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, Jason Momoa's Aquaman, and Zachary Levi's Shazam, uh, Zafran emphasizes these uh, four movies are terrific. There's no reason why any of the characters or the actors that play the, in those characters are not part of DCU. So I guess it's just called DC Universe now because it was DC Extended Universe before DCEU. Um. 
are not part of the DCU. There's nothing that prohibits that from happening. Uh, we'll incorporate characters from the past, but mostly we'll add a new. Added uh, the producer of Aquaman and Suicide Squad. Uh, ditto for the creative um, creators of these recent projects. Gunn and Safran would love to re-team with Flash filmmaker Andy Muschietti. Uh, currently, James Wan is focusing on finishing Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, Aquaman 2. And then there's Blue Beetle on August 18th. That sort of has its own world and fits directly into our DCU. Okay. Uh, followed by Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom on Christmas Day. Surely that film's not actually coming out on Christmas Day. But anyway... Um, which leads into the universe that Gunn and Saffron are mapping out. As everyone here probably knows, the history of DC is pretty messed up. That's an interesting thing to say. Uh, there is the Arrowverse, there are the DCEU, uh, which then split, became the Joss Whedon Justice League at one point, became the Snyderverse at another point. There was Superman and Lois, there's Reeves-verse, that's what it says here. Uh, there's all these different things. I talked before about like the different pockets of DC and there's just too many of them. So I guess that's that. Um, there's all these different things Gunn said at the top of the session. Even us, we came in and did Suicide Squad and that became Peacemaker. And all of a sudden, Bat Might is real guy that's never been set up. Um, said the Guardians of the Galaxy filmmaker and Marvel Studios veterans. Uh, then there's some stuff about joker um so here's the actual list of stuff uh creature commandos an animated tv series i assume on hbo max or whatever uh animation will lead into live action and back into animation said james gunn it's a way to tell stories that are gigantic and huge without spending 50 million dollars an episode uh, Gunn has written this, it's done, Creature Commandos is compromised of military superhumans, including a human leader, a werewolf, a vampire, Frankenstein's monster, and a gorgon. Uh, that sounds a little bit like the werewolf by night type of area for, from Marvel. Um, Gunn pointed out that the uh, weasel from his Suicide Squad will be on the show. That's kind of interesting. This brand uh, of misfits were introduced in... Weird War Tales in issue 93 from 1980 and written by some people. Waller, uh, HBO Max live action series, the spin-off of uh, Peacemaker. So it's being spun off again, I guess. We're using the same actors for this. Uh, we're using the same actors. This is a continuation of Peacemaker. I'm working on, a su on, I'm working on Superman, so we can't do Peacemaker season 2. We're working on Waller. In between. Gunn told the room. Um, somebody from Watchmen. Is writing the show. And somebody from Doom Patrol. While none of the features aren't rated R. TV series could lean into being more adults. Superman Legacy uh, feature. This is really the start of DCU. Says Safran. The project was already announced by the um, duo writing. Uh, no director attached, but Saffron was elbowing Gunn that he'd really like him to helm it. Uh, the release date is July 11th, 2025. That's actually only two years away. Um, it's not an origin story. It focuses on Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage with his Superman upbringing. Sorry, with his human upbringing. He's the embodiment of truth, justice in the American way. He's uh, kindness in a world 
that thinks of kindness and old-fashioned lanterns. HBO Max live series. Our vision for this is true detective. Interesting. Uh, Saffron says, it's terrestrial based. It's got one of our... Uh, sorry, it's got two of our favourite Green Lanterns, Hal Jordan and John Stewart. It plays a really big role in uh, the main story that we're telling across our film and television. It's a very important show for us, uh, and so on and so forth. Um, Specify this different is version from the one that Greg Belanti had in the works, the latest being a space opera. Okay. Um, the authority feature... There's a great Wildstorm characters that were popular for a long time. And we're incorporating them into DCU, says Gunn. He loves the priority, sorry, the property because it's a mix of anti-heroes who take matters into their own hands despite what governments advise. So, bit Suicide Squad-ish, I guess. A basic story is being written, um, is being written out. The Authority was created by, after, sorry, after Stormwatch, a planetary defense force... Um, and such and such, Paradise Lost, HBO Max Live Action Series, going to be Game of Thrones-ish story about Themyscira, the home of the Amazons and the birthplace of Wonder Woman. This drama is really about the birthplace of Wonder Woman, and the drama is about the political intrigue behind the society of all women. How did that come about, Saffron says? What... The beautiful truths and the ugly truths behind all of that. And what's the scheming like between all the power players in that society. The series will take place before the birth of Diana, Wonder Woman. So that you can avoid putting Wonder Woman in it, I assume. Um, the Brave and the Bold uh, feature. This will be Gunn and Saffron's version of DCU Batman outside of what Matt Reeves is already doing. Um... The movie will feature Batman and his son, Damian Wayne, as Robin, who is a little son of a bitch. <laughs> Bill's gun, assassin, murderer, who takes Batman um, on. Uh, who is Batman's actual son that he doesn't know exists for the first 8 to 10 years of his life. It's a strange father and son story about the two of them based on Grant Morrison's run. Uh, Batman 2, 3rd of October, 2025. And such and such. Booster Gold, HBO Max. Um, there's some stuff right in here for that. Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, feature based on Tom King's comic book series from 2022. That's quite new then. In our series, we'll see the difference between Superman and who was sent to Earth and raised by loving parents from the time he was an infant versus Supergirl who was raised on a rock, a chip of Krypton, um, and watched everyone around her die and be killed in terrible ways for the first 14 years of her life. And then came to Earth when she was a young girl. She's much more hardcore. Not exactly the Supergirl we're used to seeing. Swamp Thing. Um, yep. There's a new reboot thingy majiggy of that. And that's the last bit that we've got. Uh, so what do I actually think of all this? There's some interesting stuff here. And then there's some stuff that just doesn't need to be happening right now. The assumption throughout, like, let's say this week or so, I mean, it's only Tuesday, but, you know, was, okay, when James Gunn uh, does this, announces this, we're going to find out new Superman, new Batman, and new Wonder Woman. Like, we're going to find out the actors, 
and what the film's called or whatever and and like a rough release date it's very interesting that because this isn't a reboot if you were going to reboot this you would recast everybody you wouldn't have amanda waller played by the same person you wouldn't have um you know jason's aquaman and galgut as wonder woman let me go to a back back to a bit here um oh, where did it go Oh yeah, here we go. Um, wiping away any doubt about the future of Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, Jason Momoa's Aquaman, Zachary Levi Shazam. Uh, these four movies are terrific, and there's no reason why any of the characters, why any of the characters or the actors that play in those characters, are not part of the DCEU. There's nothing that prohibits that from happening. I don't mean to keep beating a dead horse, but the assumption. And it was somewhat understandable that it was the assumption. Is okay. James and Peter are going to reboot the uh, reboot DC. Call it the DCU. And you're going to have a young Batman, young like young Justice League, young sort of Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, so that you can use those actors, whoever they were going to be, for a long, long time, and you can build a franchise off of them, which is a smart idea i mean it's kind of what marvel's doing with the young avengers right now which is why you've had all those characters introduced like kate bishop and spider-man still you've got um miss marvel and all these sort of different characters is because marvel's trying to rebuild itself but still have got what they've what they had before like the older characters i'm sorry but like okay i i'm very happy that, they, that it says here the okay, Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman, Jason, Aquaman, Zachary, Shazam. That's great because those characters have been playing those roles, and there's there's no need to recast any of those characters, right? And it says with like the Superman thing, it's going to be all like a struggle with you know his you know Kryptonian self and all all that sort of stuff, right? There still hasn't been a valid reason given as to why Henry Cavill isn't playing Superman. Because one of one of the slightly more understandable, and I still disagreed with this this direction, but one of the slightly more understandable things was like James and Peter looked at what DCEU has got and went, "No, we don't want to do anything with that, and we're going to reboot and re reboot everything, recast everybody, and just start fresh." I disagreed with the idea of doing that. I don't think that's a good idea, but. From their point of just, no, we don't want to touch this mess. We want to just sort of, like, have a completely clean slate. Okay, if you are going to do that, which that that isn't what this is. Because, there's, I mean, they still have to kind of find a way to include Shazam and the, the four films from this year. Because one of the um, problems you were potentially going to face is if you were to say, hey, the next film after Aquaman, which is the last of those four... Let's say that was this uh, Batman Brave and Bold or whatever it's called, right? Let's say that that was that, for example. And if James and Peter had said, okay, this Batman film is going to be the start of a new DCU thing. It's going to be a complete reboot. That does render the four films coming out this year as obsolete. Uh, I mean, Black Adam is technically obsolete because the cliffhanger won't be followed up on. And I doubt that um, Dwayne Johnson is going to be Black Adam again. So you you did already kind of do that. Um, which also means as well, like, 
okay, you didn't really need to specifically get rid of Batgirl still. Um, like, it wasn't part of your vision or, or whatever, but... Yeah. Um, I understand in here there's no mention of anything to do with Ezra. I think what they are going to avoid doing right now is mentioning any recasting for Ezra because that film's not actually out yet. Um, although you could kind of actually mention that but still say, hey, what happens in The Flash still matters, but going forward, Ezra won't be The Flash. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to handle all that. That's a whole different other ball game. Um, but, yeah, I just kind of... I mean, I'm glad Jason's staying as, as Aquaman at the moment. And Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman at the moment. And Zachary Levi Shazam at the moment. Of course, these things can change because we've seen these things happen before. That is something I'm very happy about. And you understand from the Batman standpoint that, like, okay, Ben came back for... I almost said Superman. Ben came back for The Flash. That's going to be like a one-off kind of thing. Maybe a goodbye for his character. He doesn't really want to be Batman anymore. Roberts, Batman's already established in a different thing. So, yeah, I, I do understand that you do need a new Batman. I would have, I would prefer it to be Ben Affleck. That's my, my preference. But we've already known for a while it probably won't be Ben Affleck going forward. And that Robert's Batman is in a different thing. We, we, we knew that. But you you are needlessly recasting Superman. You are. Um, It's interesting they mention here. Because I'm thinking of like the Trinity, right? Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Batman's going to be rebooted and recast, but that actually makes a certain amount of sense. Um, Wonder Woman, they've mentioned here that Gal Gadot's going to keep playing Wonder Woman, which I think is very good. But there's no mention of like any films from hers, which is interesting because they announced recently they kind of scrapped or put on hold, put on a shelf Wonder Woman 3 because they disagreed with Patty's direction and whatnot. So maybe they're taking a bit more time to to do something with that um and to be honest when it comes to batman superman wonder woman you shouldn't rush anything um so we'll see what they decide to do um but yeah it just when i look at when i look at the, the current status now of the three of them okay wonder woman she's still played by the same person at the moment but no film because we haven't figured that out yet batman re re reboot recasting that's actually understandable. And then you're just, for no reason particularly, making a brand new Superman, rebooting Superman again. Um, you don't need to do that. Because um, there's no actual, like, proper reason to need to do that. So, anyway. Uh, but I know I'm beating a dead horse with the whole Henry Cavill thing. We've been over it again and again and again. But um, they've never given a proper reason. It was just, oh no, we're just, we're just kind of moving on because we just, we just are... Uh, let me go down to this list of um, uh, projects here. See, it's it, it's it's a bit of a so like. Am I overall happy and or disappointed or whatever? I'm kind of very middle on this whole thing because I'm glad you are seemingly keeping certain things. You're getting rid of things you don't need to get rid of, but you're also adding things that you don't really need to be adding. So it's really a mi massive sort of mixed bag. Um, I do think it's kind of... It does rub me the wrong way a little bit. that, Like if you look at the, the uh, Suicide Squad Peacemaker corner of things, right? With, with Amanda Waller and... Uh, it's great that Viola Davis is sticking around. She's really good as Amanda Waller. And probably John Cena as Peacemaker and all that type of stuff. 
there was like even when it was a reboot was kind of mentioned we all knew like okay he's not gonna get rid of peacemaker because like titans and doom patrol were cancelled what was it last week or something superman and lois i'm gonna guess is gonna be cancelled after its third season uh star girls cancelled um all, all those other like tv shows are basically done that they're, they're wiping the slate clean with all that but and if to be honest, if you're going to follow through with continuing to do that and you're going to wipe the slate clean on your TV side, that should technically include Peacemaker. But it's James Gunn's show and he's not going to get rid of his own show, is he? You know, he he's the co-head of DC Studios and the showrunner of Peacemaker. Um, unless it would be something like HBO stepped up and said, no, you have to cancel this or I, I don't know. Uh, or David Zaslav said, no, you've got to get rid of Peacemaker, uh, which seemingly isn't the case. Um, yeah, it's just interesting that like he's he's got to, he's got the opportunity to keep his stuff there. Um, so it, it is what it is, I suppose. Um, but this isn't really a reboot or a revival or a continuation. It's kind of a bit of everything. Um, I this there's probably a million questions to ask about all this stuff but i do sort of wonder okay what what will the continuity end up being because at the moment like right now at this current moment for the dceu story if you forget Zack snyder's justice league for a minute there isn't an actual ongoing story there isn't like a big bad or or anything it's just a sort of set of films uh obviously with snyder's stuff you had the dark side uh, cliffhanger and whatnot. That was like a big bad with an actual story and all that type of thing. Um, but I'm looking at this list and things like, okay, creature commandos. Don't really need to be doing something like that. And these are also some of these things. So, I mean, I understand like Waller happening because they've already established like the Peacemaker Suicide Squad corner of things. It's interesting they haven't mentioned anything to do with the Suicide Squad 2. Uh, but I, I don't know about that. But th- yeah, things like creature commandos. Cool idea, you don't need to do it right now. Um, Superman Legacy, obviously Superman's very important. That's I, I, I disagree with the direction here with Superman. And I really, really don't want James Gunn to write Superman. Because I don't think that character suits his style. Like f- from watching Guardians of the Galaxy and one episode of Peacemaker and Suicide Squad. I can't see how Superman fits that same side of things like James Gunn's approach to things I, I can't see how Superman fits into that um so it's I mean I'm glad they're finally making a Superman film because they haven't made one for 10 years um this is just not the direction I think you should be doing with with Superman lanterns it's good yeah good that we finally got lanterns um they are I would con- I would consider you know a core a-list character um I think the only difference with something like lanterns as opposed to you know, the other main DC superheroes, the Lanterns have been kind of put on the... The Lanterns aren't really in the public eye right now because the last thing people really kind of talk about with the Lanterns is, like, the Ryan Reynolds film. Um, And there was supposed to be this HBO Max TV show for ages. Nothing really happened with that. So I'm glad something is finally happening with with Lanterns. So that's that's good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. This thing here called... There's these next two things, which is the Authority... Um, the Game of Thrones e kind of the mascara thing. 
it's curious with that because okay, they they they've pitched this as kind of um, is this one that they said about um, authority includes wait was it that film or was it a different one? No, Paradise Lost. Sorry, um, yeah, with Paradise Lost, the thing for uh, Thimascara, Game of Thronesy kind of thing. Um, I was reading the wrong title a minute ago, which is coincidentally before Wonder Woman is born. It does just make me wonder, like, okay, you might be reworking things with with Wonder Woman, which is understandable, because uh, you might need to be finding a new director, because clearly you're not going forward with Patty Jenkins. Um, it's disappointing not to see Wonder Woman in this list for, like, her getting a film, because she is very much a, you know, A-tier core character. She's one of the Trinity members. Um, I don't really, I'm not intrigued by the idea. That's almost like, hey, we want to kind of do something with Wonder Woman. We can't really do it right now because we're reworking stuff. So we're just going to do this instead. This is, that's another thing I would point to and say, that does sound like a relatively good idea, but do it later. Um, the authority, which one is that again? Um, which one is this? Uh, Wildstorm characters that were popular for a long time. We're incorporating them into DC. You. Uh, he loves the property mix of anti-heroes. Yeah, th- this, the authority thing. So what it sounds to me um, is kind of Suicide Squad-ish. But without doing the Suicide Squad. That almost seems like almost a placeholder of we can't do Suicide Squad 2 yet for some reason. But we can do something similar. Again, don't need to be doing that right now. You can you can do that later. Uh, Brave and the Bold. This is the one that kind of makes the, the most sense here to me. Because um, obviously you've got to do something. If you're going to have a DC universe, yes, Batman must be part of it. So must you know, Superman and, to me, Wonder Woman as well. Um, kind of makes sense. Obviously it's 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 separate from from the Batman stuff. I wouldn't have minded honestly either way if Pattinson's Batman was put into the DCU, sorry DCU, or or stayed out of it, because you could. There's no harm in waiting for Matt Reeves to finish his trilogy, because you're still doing Batman films at that point, and then incorporate him after the trilogy is done. Um, because then you run into the same funny thing, which is we'll have two people playing Batman. So, yeah. Uh. It okay. I I like the idea of Damien Wayne being in live action. I don't think that's been done before. He's been in some of the animated stuff. Damien Wayne's kind of an interesting character. This is basically uh, his and Talia's son. Obviously, she's from um, not Justice League. What's it called? League of Assassins. Knew it was League something. Uh, and they have a son together. But Batman's like not aware for the first ten years, and he's like this violent little kid, basically. And it's like. It's actually kind of this interesting dynamic that sort of Batman's not aware that he has this kid and then gets introduced to his life and now he has to kind of deal with it and he can't, he like struggles to keep Damien under control. That is kind of an interesting idea. However, again, this is like, this is the reboot territory of this DCU stuff. Uh, Why? And it depends what age to go for this for this actor because they can't be like too too young because you have to have had time for you know him to have a son and him him to be old enough to have had the son and then the time to go by 
Um, why don't you do a Batman, like a normal Batman film first, which is just Batman, no other, like, Bat family members. Establish him as a character, like, who are his enemies, establish his, you know, Alfred and Jim Gordon, and, like, like the same thing that the Batman did actually do. And there was things in that film that I didn't quite get on with and quite like, but what it did do was establish, you know, new Jim Gordon and new Catwoman and all, all this kind of, like, the core Batman characters and that. Um, I kind of, I just disagree with the decision to jump straight in with your Batman reboot and recasting and like, okay, first Batman film and here's Damian Wayne, bang, he's already in this, in this film. Because you could kind of potentially do an interesting thing if you have, let's say your first Batman film, reboot film, recasting film, and establish him as a character, do, do, do all the normal Batman stuff like, okay, is, is he more of the, you know fighting type Batman, is he more the detective type Batman, um, establish his villains, and like that, this new kind of Gotham world, which I assume will be a bit different to uh, Matt Reeves's one, and then maybe at the end of the film, you could do like a post-credits thing, because if, if you're going to make this a connected universe, which it seems like they're, they're trying to do, then yeah, cool post-credit scenes were like, okay, that the film's done, the story's been told, post-credit scene... A character gets introduced, that sets up your next thing, you pin that, and then you continue your story. Uh, and yes, that is the Marvel formula, but if you're going to attempt to do the same thing, that would be a cool idea. So I just think, I don't know, maybe have Talia as one of the kind of vigilante, anti-hero kind of characters in the film. And then have like, I don't know, a small time skip, post credit scene, and it's, hey, you've got a son... Damian Wayne, and then that sets up a sequel where Damian Wayne's in it. I just think jumping straight into new Batman. Oh, he's got a son. His son's been here for ten years. Okay, well, what's Batman been up to for those ten years? You know, um, yeah. I just I just think jumping in with a normal Batman film first is a thing that makes more sense uh, instead of jumping straight into Damian Wayne. <laughs> so uh, we'll we'll see how that goes. Because um, I I just think this Batman film is a good idea, but it should be the second one, maybe. So, there you go. Uh, just say, yeah, the Batman 2, October 3rd, 2025, which is about two and a half years away, so we've got that. Booster Gold. Um, again, something which is a cool idea. Don't need to do that yet. Um, maybe do that in a couple of years when you reestablish your actual core of your universe. But Booster Gold... Um, there's been some fan casting suggestions that uh, Chris Pratt could play Booster Gold. I don't know if I don't know quite honestly enough. I, I know kind of who Booster Gold is. I don't really know him as a character. Um, but that's that's Booster Gold. That's a TV series. Um, I am kind of looking forward to seeing. Okay, if you are going to do like connected universe and you're going to do films and HBO Max TV shows, that's something that interests me. Uh, so we'll see how they how they kind of go with that. Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, uh, based on uh, Tom King's book, 2022. It sounds like quite a traumatic film. Um, it says about, you know, watching everybody sort of die around her in their first 14 years of her life. And then she comes to Earth as a young girl. Uh, and she's like tougher than we're, more, than we're expecting. Um, I don't know why that's written in here. Um, she's much more hardcore. She's not exactly the Supergirl we're used to seeing. So, you don't expect Supergirl to be a tough character? Like, I'm, I'm confused about that sort of little line in there. Um, okay, so, right. 
this is where you could do something pretty decent. Okay, you got the Flash film happening. Obviously, you get... Uh, obviously, you get... What's it called? Um, you get the Flash film done. Uh, you recast Ezra Miller, which is just obvious to everyone anyway. If this is a Supergirl film follow-up, which it kind of doesn't sound like that. Like, I don't know how... What I'm basically going to say is, I, I hope if if this set if the Flash sets up Sasha Kali's Supergirl, who's still supposed to be in that film, then use this as a continuation of that. Like set up the character within the Flash's film, and then use Sasha Kali's already established Supergirl to do this film. But from the sounds of this particular story, there's like a bit of an origin part to it. Possibly that could be done through flashbacks, obviously. One of the stupidest things they could possibly do with this film is if you establish Sasha Kali's Supergirl in The Flash and then recast her for this film. That would be... That would almost be even more stupid than what you've done with Superman. Um, yeah. I And it doesn't mention here if... if I mean, there's not really any casting mentioned for anything here other than uh, Zachary Levi, Jason Momoa and, and, and Gal Gadot. Because uh, we don't know who this new Superman is. We don't know who the new Batman is. Uh, or who's playing Supergirl here. My my assumption would be, okay, if you're going to try to have these four films from this year as some sort of continuity, then this Supergirl has to be played by Sasha Kali. Otherwise, why are you doing... Like, what are you doing otherwise? You know. Um, same thing applied to, to Blue Beetle. Like, if you you got his solo film and whatever... Like, don't like to keep keep that actor in in that role. Like, don't bother recasting uh, what you what you're doing there. So, um, and one of the things I've said about DC's strength for a long, long time, as far back as I can think, one of the best things they've had going for them is the people that they've cast for the roles. Whether you want to talk about the Arrowverse selections, uh, some even like as much as I didn't like Titans, Titans, the cast of that is really, really good. Um, obviously, got all the uh, Justice League members really good in those roles. You got Jason as uh, Aquaman really really good. Zachary Levi Shazam really good. Um, and the fact that some of this rebooting ish thing um, could take some of that away, I think, would be very very disappointing. So there you go. Uh, but yeah, I just might my, my only hope, regardless of what the story is about here with Supergirl, if you're going to introduce her in the Flash and have her be played by somebody don't recast her for this film maybe that's more obvious than what i'm i'm thinking but uh yeah we, we know what's been happening recently with with dc don't we so uh swamp thing again swamp thing is one um that so i assume this will be a reboot from the was it dc universe hbo max there was the, the one season of swamp thing which actually was very very good if you can use that same tone for Swamp Thing in here, um, that'd be very good. That'd be very good. A uh, little bit different, obviously, there with recasting because, you know, it doesn't really matter there if the same actor plays Swamp Thing because you don't really see the actor. Or, or do you? I can't really remember. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you could do that in the same sort of tone or something. Again, that's another one that, sure, like... I'd like to see Swamp Thing later, but establish your core core characters first. So, 
Uh, it says here as well, um, some rules that the duo, so I assume Peter and, and James, um, some rules that the du- duo will abide by in creating their universe. Okay. Anyone cast on the DC TV side as a character will also retrospectively play the character on the film side. That, that's, yeah, good. Um, I mean, you can have two different versions of characters, like how you have Ezra's film Flash and Grant's TV Flash, and then you have, like, Henry Superman and Tyler Superman, but those are from different Earths, and we knew that, and that was very clear. Uh, So that was cool. Although, what they did with Deathstroke was kind of silly. You actually ended up with three different people playing Deathstroke, and Deathstroke will probably end up being played by another person. (laughs) Because you had the Titans version, you had the Arrowverse version... And you had the uh, very brief uh, Justice League version. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Any, anyone cast on the TV side as a character will also retrospectively play that character on the film side. Good. Good. Glad we got that established. No one actor will play... Okay, this is something I really like. No one actor will play two parts. Hence, Momoa is Aquaman going forward, not Lobo. Thank goodness. <laughs> Because uh, I'd spoken before about how stupid it would be if you recast Aquaman, even though Jason popularized the character, and then put him as Lobo when you don't even need to really do Lobo yet. So, good. Glad that that's established. Um, the only area that will be a bit different is, I think, in The Flash, where Ezra's supposed to play like an evil Flash and a um, good Flash. But that's not the same as, like, I don't know... Henry Cavill playing Batman and Superman, for example. So that's that's good. I, I it, it makes sense with the Ezra stuff that not with Ezra stuff, sorry, with the Flash stuff, sorry. Um, that okay, that's technically the same version of Flash. It's just an evil one. We'll see how how it fully plays out. But that makes more sense than sort of, hey, Jason's gonna play Aquaman and Lobo. Um, there was actually some jokey sort of suggestions that the next Aquaman film would be like Lobo versus. Aquaman and he would play both characters wouldn't that be just really silly <laughs> but good um what does the thrifty cost cutting Warner Brothers uh, CEO David Zaslav think of this plan will he go cheap on DC no per Saffron the investment in quality creation is huge says DC co-boss there is no question we have the resources well let's hope that that follows through um, yeah, for the rules thing, there was only two things put there, which is the TV side of things, and the no two actors playing two uh, actor playing two roles. So that's good as well. Hi there. If you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name, we've got good news for you. With our affiliate link with Kualu, you can click on that link, which is in your show notes, which is for our affiliate link. You can go over to Kualu to get started with your website and domain name today. They've also got a very handy chat support system which is usually in the bottom right hand corner to send messages back and forth to koalu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today so that's koalu and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today thank you very much to koalu for this affiliate link Hi there, if you'd like to get rid of the ads in Entertainment Talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes, we've got good news for you there as well. You can subscribe to Entertainment Talk at either the $5 level tier or $10 level tier. The $5 level tier will get you access to all of Entertainment Talks previous ad-free podcasts and 
the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for. If you also subscribe to us at the $10 level tier, that will get you that benefit that I've just mentioned. And it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a TV show and a general discussion on that show. Or a film review of your choice. So if you if there's a TV show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it, we can watch two episodes of that TV show or film review. So it's one of either of those per month. Of course, if you continue subscribing each month, you can pick a TV show, then a film the next month, and so on and so forth. This is a great way to support entertainment talk, get your ad-free podcasts, and also get some reviews of your choice. Thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening. Back to the show. Alright, so to kind of wrap up here, um, this was slightly better than I was expecting it to be. Just to make a few things clear, I still do not trust James Gunn in terms of being like the DC overlord person, basically like the Kevin Feige for DC. I don't trust him to do that. Um, I don't think James has got the right writing credentials to do Superman and I'm not, I'm not going to try and take away what he's done with the Guardians what he's done with the Guardians has been magnificent Guardians of the Galaxy I really really love those characters James Gunn did do that and I, I do thank him for that um, this, his area of like the Suicide Squad Waller Peacemaker that that's not really for me um I will go as far as to saying with with the Peacemaker season two thing, which I didn't even go past the pilot of Peacemaker because I didn't like it. If that stuff doesn't have anything to do with anything else, then I'm not going to watch that stuff because I just I just don't have the interest in that sort of like Suicide Squad corner that James Gunn has got going on. I will watch it, however, if not not Peacemaker, I'm not going to go back to, to Peacemaker. Um, I will maybe take some curiosity in the Waller TV series if it's a better i mean she's a better character than than peacemaker one of my actual problems with peacemaker itself was the character himself i did not like the character i didn't like him in the suicide squad and i watched the pilot and i didn't want to watch a show where he's the lead character amanda waller however is is at least relatively interesting uh and we'll see what they can do over there so that's a maybe um i still I, you know think it's majorly disappointing that Henry's not coming back as Superman. Obviously, we established that a while ago, but given what I've gone through here, um, what what I've read through here, there is still no reason to do that. Um, but the Batman stuff, I understand. I really, really want to know what's going on with Wonder Woman. Um, because e- even though the... I'll just call it the Themyscira series. I can't remember what it was called. It sounds decent... Um, I don't specifically want that. What I want is another Wonder Woman film, because I really liked, well, at least the first one, um, and I really like Gal Gadot in the role, so I want to see more of those films. Um, be curious to see how this starts going on with crossovers and whatnot, if that starts happening more. Um, see, what what they're kind of planning to do here is what you could have still done with the DCEU. But you're basically... Um, there's the two things you're basically kind of not doing. 
which is not going ahead with the dark side cliffhanger from Justice League 2, which I think is still a massive mistake. Um, that also continues with getting rid of Henry Superman, which most people really like him in that role. Um, and then just like... Because it's going to be interesting to see... Okay, when when do we start getting an actual... Like a big bad or a storyline or something in here. Because um, I kind of expect Shazam to work separately. But as a sequel obviously to the first one. The Flash I expect some bigger things out of. Not better things. I still am just curious to see what that film will be like. Even just from an editing standpoint. There's been so many th things chopped and changed from that film. Um... I mean, it's cool that you're doing things like, you know, Blue Beetle and Supergirl and, you know, Swamp Thing. You still don't need to do some of those things yet. It's it's cool that you are. And as long as, as long as those things feed into a bigger picture, it might be alright. Maybe. But, I just... Yeah, I, I just look at the DCEU and think it was... Okay, it was a bit messy, but I think it was fixable with maybe a few films. Um, one other role that I was kind of, like, nervous about, because I didn't want it to be recast... Again, I didn't want most of these roles to be recast, because what I said earlier, I really, really like a lot of the cast for DC, apart from a few exceptions. Obviously, you know, Ezra thing, but... Um, yeah... It is uh, Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. I was wondering if they were going to announce like a new Harley Quinn. I know that obviously we've got Lady Gaga playing her in the in the Joker thing, but that's that's different. Um, so this might work out. I just, yeah, I'll I'll just miss what you what you had before with with, with Zach. And yeah, you can say to me, you know, stop worrying about it or or whatever. Like the Snyderverse is dead. It, it probably is, but. You just had something there that was really, really quite promising. And, um, it's just a shame. I, just, like, yeah, it's just, it, it's just a bummer. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Uh, I just, what I don't want to happen is this gun slate doesn't work out in the first two to three years. You know, box office failures, maybe the TV stuff doesn't work. And then in two to three years, we're back here again. And like, oh, another Batman, another Superman, another Wonder Woman, and we're starting all over again. Because that will just feel really, really tiring. Because I don't know how I've like sounded specifically throughout this podcast, but I'm not really sort of completely down and out or optimistic. I'm very much in the middle where it's just like, okay, I'm I'm a bit tired of what's happened with DC over the last few years. This thing that you've got here, it's got some decent stuff, but overall I don't really... Like, if you're giving me the option, I would just have the DCEU fixed instead of this. So that's not something that is exciting. Um, but, like, because there's no use getting worked up and angry about this stuff, right? I mean, obviously, I've, I've, I've you know, expressed disappointment and that at, at, uh, at things before. Um, but uh, I, I just really want DC to do well. I, I do. Like, you have some of the coolest characters in fiction here. And I want you to just make something that's 
at least interesting and and just cool but um i don't know it it still just does surprise me that they chose James Gunn to to lead this i just don't think he's got that capability um if you want to have him as a director like in his suicide squad corner and he he does his thing over there then then that's fine um but I don't know. I I just I want to be really excited about DC again, and this this slate has just left me with mixed feelings. Where it's like, okay, some of this stuff could work, some of it might not. Some of it is completely and utterly needless. Um, but we we don't know how it's going to work out just yet because we haven't seen any of this stuff. Um, it still leaves me. It still leaves me with other questions, like okay, the Black Canary film that was in development with J- June Smollett, whatever whatever her name was. Like, I really like her in that role. I really liked her in the Birds of Prey film. Like, what's going on with that? Because um, even though I said you need to work on your core characters more, that is something that was already in development, and something that I that I very much wanted. Um, so hopefully, you don't recast her as well. But at least they didn't go with the big, big mistake here, which is recast everybody and just start completely fresh. Because um, the the best thing that DC's got going for it at the moment is its is its cast, and some of which we've we've lost. Unfortunately, Ben and Henry, we've we seemingly lost the two of those. Um, Ben's one you understand more, but just there was just no need to get rid of Henry Cavill. There just, just really wasn't. Um, I'll also be curious as well, once you've actually re-established your Justice League, um, what's going to be the age difference between these people? Because if you're keeping, I don't know how old Gal Gadot is, but if you're keeping her around and you're keeping Jason's Aquaman, assuming that they're going to stay as Justice League members, you recast the Flash, you can't go too, too young with this whole Superman thing, because if you are going to do Justice League eventually, which I hope that you do... You can't really have, like, um, a young 20s Batman with, like, a mid-40s looking Wonder Woman or something. I don't know how old uh, Gal Gadot is or Jason Momoa, but they're they're not, like, young adults, are they? They're, they're, you know, adults. (laughs) So... I don't know. It's the same thing if you look at Titans, right? Like they're they're clearly all supposed to be at least young adult-ish kind of people. If you threw a Henry Cavill or a Ben Affleck into Titans, and um, was like, okay, like Ben Affleck's gonna be Nightwing or something, like that wouldn't work, would it? Because they have to be a they the group kind of has to look a particular age. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong about that, but I'm I'm curious to see how that lines up. Um, I was also kind of hoping to, I was. Sort of hoping to hear something here about the Flash. Um, my personal choice, I I, I want Elliot Page. Um, there were some rumours floating around that he's going to be Superman, and as much as I really like Elliot Page as an actor, I don't think he would work as Superman. But I would prefer him as the Flash anyway. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It's this. Uh, I don't know. I just feel weird and sort of mixed about about all this. I don't really feel strongly about it one way or the other i mean you know if i did think this was a disaster i would have come on this podcast and be like what the hell are you doing this is a disaster i mean i've done things like that before it's not like i'm afraid of calling things a disaster and saying what are you doing um i've probably done that on previous dc talk episodes 
But it's like, okay, some of this stuff's alright, some of it doesn't really make sense, so... I'm just very in the middle. But the main thing they should have done with this, which they didn't, is get me excited. I'm not specifically excited about this direction. But then I'm not looking at this and thinking, okay, this is just trash, put it in the bin. You know? Um, it's weird. It's not how I want to feel about DC, which is which is the which is the main part. Um, but then, just in an overall sense, I just don't trust James Gunn in this role. I, I just don't. Um, he's good at what he does as a showrunner, and as a well, not really as a showrunner, but as a director. Um, and I think they should have just kept him on for for that. I wonder what that process was like, and who else they who else they looked at to be the the co leads of of DC. Because at least with Peter Safran, he's got like executive producer credits and stuff on on a couple of different films. Like that makes that makes more sense. And the Peter Safran appointment makes more sense than the James Gunn one. But I remember when that just that news came out, and I was just really confused. It's like okay, really, like the head of the whole thing. So here we go. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I was kind of hoping to be like, hey, let's discuss so-and-so is playing Batman, so-and-so is playing Superman. I thought that was going to be some of the news today, which is like, hey, here's the new Batman, here's the new Superman, the actual actor reveals. But we just have brief descriptions of what those films are going to be about. Um, yeah. And just on the Superman side, like, I'm I'm not specifically excited for that. The Batman idea, I think, I think is cool, but you should just do a normal Batman film first, then do that. Um... Yeah, I don't like I don't like what's what's going on with Superman. Um Yeah. So anyway. That's my thoughts on it. I'm just it's it's fine. It's not it's not great. It's not terrible. But I'm I'm just very middle on the on the whole thing. I think once we start getting a bit more news about I don't know, some more story stuff and specifically actors, once we have some actor names for some of these roles we can dig into things a bit more, but I kind of just wonder where one. What, what are you doing with Wonder Woman? That's one of my questions. So, because aside from like, I get that they didn't talk about the Flash here, kind of, and um, you've got other projects coming up. But seeing as Wonder Woman three was shelved, um, she's not in one of the upcoming projects because that's the thing even though they said here Gal Gadot is in so it's still in the role um it's not the it's not the case that okay because Wonder Woman 3 shelves she's still in the role but she's not due to appear in any any of these other films so we don't know where we're going to see her next um there was a, a a scene that they shot actually for the, for the flash which they scrapped I think the film was supposed to open up with um because Barry tries to go back in time and, and whatever to, to do Flashpoint and Henry, Superman and Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman were gonna be in the scene like trying to stop him or something. That sounds interesting. But um you don't want Henry in the role, so you had to have to scrap the scene I suppose. So huh. anyway, uh, let me know what you think of this uh, this stuff. And you are you surprised or do you uh did you did you expect me to react in, in this way or are you surprised at the way I've sort of reacted? Um, to to this slate, I've seen some mixed comments online as well. Some people are like, "Oh, this sounds kind of interesting," and then some people saying, "Like, oh, this is like sort of pathetic and this kind of thing." And there are still fans out there that's like, "No, we still don't want any of this. We still just want Justice League 2 And I am kind of still just on that side. Um, I know that I know some of you might be like, "Oh, let it go. Let let, let the Henry Cavill 
Zack Snyder Justice League area go. But why would I want to let go of... Because to me, that's the best thing that's happened to DC. Zack Snyder's Justice League and Zack's corner of Justice League. And Henry in the role and Ben and Gal Gadot. That was like, obviously, Ray Fisher a cyborg and all that kind of stuff. That was the best thing DC had going for it. So why would I let that go? <laughs> you know, I get that, okay, you know, we probably aren't going to get Justice League 2 and all that sort of stuff. But it's still something cool that we could have had. Anyway, let me know your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Entertainment.org, Twitter, eTalkUK is a contact page, information in your show notes. Email box on the website version of the episode and a clickable email name in your show notes as well. Uh, in the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org, TV, games, films, main night podcasts. Um, take a look out for that. Entertainmenttalk.org, podcast platforms, entertainment talk, etc., etc. Uh, Patreon, $5, $10 level tiers for the every podcast review options. Have a look out for those different tiers over on our Patreon page. Uh, you can also support us by just telling other people if they're DC fans or not, or whatever the case may be, whatever they like, just tell them. Uh, word of mouth and social media, let people know about what we're doing and where they can find it. Geektown TV and film news, uh, Geektown Radio, geektown.co.uk, go over there, Geektown Radio, geektown.co.uk, um, for your TV and your film news, renewals, cancellations, pickups, air dates, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Geektown Radio episodes do, do come out on Tuesdays, there's a new one from today, so go and check that one out. Um, Bex over on Twitch, Trista B-Y-T-E-S, uh, for retro chat and game streams. Me over on Twitch at eTalk UK and YouTube Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.